Hey, welcome back to the channel, Survivors. We're going to have one hell of a show tonight. We're going to be talking about Casey Anthony. Huge case here in Central Florida. I'm sure all of you know about it, and uh, it's going to be really, really good. We have a special guest with us tonight. This man did 30 years in law enforcement after doing four years serving our country in the United States Army. John, welcome to the show, brother. Hey, buddy. Thank you. Appreciate it. He retired and got out alive and, and well, and, you know, I mean, he's ugly, but so are we, so he fits right oh, in. He is. Camille's ugly. Camille, Camille, yeah, Camille's ugly. Yeah, he, he's got a face for radio. I think Camille's probably, he couldn't make it tonight. He's got some stuff going on with the family and they're out of town. A, didn't he have a show to go to? Um, he said he had front row tickets for, I think it was um, Chippendales. Chippendales, I heard he was at the NAMLA meeting, but, you know, I, I mean, it could be, so, you know. Well, he yeah. may, maybe go to both. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might, I know he said he had front row tickets, so. Not safe. John, thanks for being here on the show tonight. We really appreciate you filling in, and maybe we can make it a more regular basis here and there. We appreciate it very much. All right, John, what do we got? We got a beer moment oh, here. We got a beer moment. What do we All got, right, brother? So today we're going to use a twisted, we're going to drink a twisted galaxy, which is a double twisted. India pale ale made by the Goliath Brewing Company. Twisted system. Is this a local brewery? Um, I'm not sure where they're located. Um, by the way, we did, it's brewed in beautiful Decorah, Iowa. Ah, Iowa. So it's local. Iowa. If well, it's right. local to Iowa, it's a lot closer than well, they Beijing. Make lot, they make a lot of good football players. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so this is uh, brought to us by Kenny's Grocery, located at 1792 and French Avenue. French Avenue, right there in Orange City. Stop by if you can. Just tell them you saw us on the show. Um, and let's go ahead and rank the beers. I'm gonna give it a 6.5 because again, I'm not an IPA guy. Or an APA, just a little too hoppy for me. But it, it does taste good. It, it does taste good. Just not an IPA or APA guy. John? It has um, a lot of spice notes to it. It does. Um, I, I like the head. When you pour it, it's good. It's good. Everybody I likes like, a good head. Like, <laughs> as long as you're not on duty. Anyhow, um, so, word... So, uh, uh, there's a lot of citrus in this. There and, is. Um, it's pretty good, but it's uh, it's strong. One to ten. Uh, I, too, am not a uh, huge IPA guy, but I'm going to give it about a seven. All right. John? Also, not an IPA guy. I find it very hoppy, mm -hmm. as they say. And But as far as IPAs go... I'm going to get a 7.5. All right. There you have it. So, all right. Um, thank you, Kenny's, for, for supplying the brewskis for the show. We really appreciate it. Our next sponsor is Kristen and Tom Clem of Exit Advantage Realty. These guys are absolutely fantastic. If you are looking to buy a home anywhere in the Florida area, you want to call these folks. Tom is a veteran Marine. 
He's also a law enforcement officer with over 20 years experience. He does the real estate thing on the side. His wife, Kristen, does it full time. That is her job. And they are doing fantastic. Yep. They, list, they listed my house on a Thursday. I had a contract the following Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. They are absolutely fantastic. Are and then Clem, Clem Property Investments. Um, Tom has a, an investment company that he's doing. If you're looking to quick cash out, buy a, buy a home, you know, in a hurry, whatever, and you have cash, Tom can take care of you. He is absolutely fantastic. We really appreciate it, Tom. Thank you for all the sponsorship and everything moving forward. Um, last but not least is who I work for, CNR Constructors. They are a general contractor here in Central Florida, and they specialize in commercial and residential renovations, restorations, and remodels. And they also very soon are going to move into the actual home building market where we're going to start building our own spec homes. So, John, I know this is your case tonight. It was supposed to be, um, I think Camille was due, but um, you missed last time and he missed this time. So you've you've brewed up a doozy for us, my brother. What do you got? We, you know, we mentioned it in a couple of shows ago that we were, you know, thinking about doing the Casey Anthony case, and uh, we had a bunch of comments that said that they wanted us to do it. So we're going to give kind of our take on what happened with the Casey Anthony case. Um, one of the things that we're going to do, the first, we're going to do two shows on this. The first show is going to be more the the case and the investigation and how that all happened. Um, the second show we're going to do is the truck. The trial and the shenanigans that happened there. And all that. Yeah, what a mess. Yeah, so um, some of the background. Oh, oh, wait, before we get too far, because we're talking about Casey Anthony. Oh, yeah, trivia okay. question. Trivia, trivia, trivia. Question. Trivia. Okay. I'm ready. You're not allowed to answer. <laughs> you can't answer because if, if the first person who answered this correctly in the comments on YouTube. In the comments below. We'll get a classic. Surviving the badge sticker. It has to be the first person to answer correctly in the comments on YouTube. Okay. And by the way, we had a repeat winner, Jamie. She went ahead. She said she wasn't going to answer and 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 try to win another sticker. She was waiting for our new logos to come out. But she said it was her birthday that day, and she said I'll take another sticker, and she answered correctly. So that went out in the mail the other day. Jamie, right. thank you, and happy birthday. So, all right. So, uh, oh, the trivia question is. Yes. What is Casey Anthony's brother's name? Mm. Should be fairly easy to find out. Should be. But, you know, that's that's the question. We're not trying to make it too difficult. What is Casey Anthony's brother's name? Please answer down below. Thanks, guys. All right, go ahead. Okay, so... On uh, June 15, 2008, um, Casey Anthony lived at her parents' house, George and Cindy Anthony, um, in Orange County with her daughter, Kaylee. Um, Kaylee's father has never been publicly identified. Right. Um, apparently, Casey had been engaged at the time... Kaylee was conceived, but then there was allegations it was someone else, and I don't believe anyone, I don't believe that it has ever been confirmed who Kaylee's father was. 
mojo going on there. Hit and run action. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. So anyway, July 15, 2008, um, Casey and her parents got into an argument and things didn't work going well. And um, on June 16th, after they couldn't you know, resolve the argument, Casey leaves with Kaylee, leaves the, the parents' house in Orlando. Um, apparently, no communication between um, Casey, Kaylee, and George and Cindy Anthony. But on July 15, 2008, um, George Anthony, because Casey was using her parents' car. Right. Car got impounded. Well, the impound yard calls the registered owner to come pick up the car. Which is the parents. Which is the parents. So George and Cindy go down to pick up the car. Um, apparently there was a trash bag in the trunk. And there was a horrendous smell coming from the trunk. So at first they assumed the smell was from the trash. They threw out the trash bag and the smell still stayed there. Um, and they couldn't get the smell. Eventually, Cindy was able to get a hold of Casey. And she said, the stench in the trunk, trunk literally, she said, um, it smells like there's been a dead body in the car. That was July 15, 2008. And Cindy then reports Haley missing to the Orange County Sheriff. Cindy is the grandmother. Right. Um, so they initiate a missing persons call and investigation. Um, and the Sheriff's Department, you know, does what they should be doing. And they're, you know, they interview Casey, last person known to be with her. Um, well, let me, let me go back for a second. As the parent, if you were to pick up the car with that stench in that, what would you do? If you hadn't seen your grandchild, your granddaughter, in, oh, I'd be freaking out. I'd would be, you let it go a month? No, hell no. no. I would have called right away. Of course not, not as a parent or a grandparent. Yeah, so, not as a grandparent or a parent, exactly. You know, so, I mean, that's something that I still got some issues with. Um, and I, I'll, I'll probably touch on that on the next show because this is where my theory is going to go. But um, on July 16th, uh, Casey first said that Haley was with Zanny the Nanny, who she then said was actually Zenaida Fernandez Gonzalez. Um, she said that Casey or Zanny lived at this apartment complex, and she took him to the apartment complex, and lo and behold, that apartment was vacant. Yeah, oh. she tried to blame her. Yes. Oh, well, Zanny, Zanny the nanny must have taken off with Kaylee. Yep. So, they're like, okay, whatever. Then she said she had some evidence as to what was going on at her place of business where she worked, which was Universal Studios in Orlando. So, she drives law enforcement all the way to Universal Studios, and they're, you know, I think it was almost when they got to the HR office when she's like, well... I never really worked here. So they're like, <laughs> this is kind of fucked up. Effed up, sorry. This is kind of messed up. So you as a police officer, what would you do at this point? Start writing search warrants. For where? For phones. Okay. Start pinging her phone. See where the towers lead it. Who towed the car? 
where was the car towed from? Cadaver dog in the car. Which they did. Um, full process on the car. Here, here's my only issue oh, with, yeah. with trying to start everything is when's your freaking starting point? You know, how far do you go back on your pings on your phone? How far do you go back on the search warrant? You know, this the grandmother says, oh, it's been a month since I've seen my granddaughter. Has she been gone a month or has she only been gone a couple weeks and she just hadn't seen her? You know what I'm saying? Are, are they going to grant search warrants when you don't even have, at this point you haven't even established a crime has occurred? Right. It just depends it's a on. missing person. Yeah, but it's a missing person. Right. Now you have a person lying their ass right. off. Correct. Correct. She's leading you yeah. astray. Right. And it's obvious from what she's no, saying I, I, she's I lying. So I, I think that it depends on your state attorney. The ones we have nowadays, ah, right. good luck. Well, for sure. So now, yeah. so now she's got. She's saying Zanny, Zanny the nanny took her. And then she's saying that she worked at Universal Studios. Um, didn't work there. I'll probably admit that. Hmm. So, law enforcement, because their hands are kind of tied. You, you can only charge people with a crime that you can establish there's probable cause of. Yep. We don't have probable cause that anything happened to Kaylee. We don't have any evidence to support that. No. Nope. We believe it. But we have to have something. We have no idea where she is. We don't know if she's safe. We don't know if she's not safe. We don't, there's all sorts of things. But we know Casey is doing something wrong. So they decide to arrest her for um, basically... Obstruction? Well, they charged her with... They did charge her with child neglect, lying to investigators, investigators and interfering with a criminal investigation. Okay, now, the the... Child neglect is going to come back later on in the trial part, where I think I, I think there's a, a huge gap that was missed in that. Okay, but they were able to charge her with child neglect because she was the person responsible for Kaylee, and she doesn't know where she is, right, or what happened to her. So, just on its face, she's neglecting it, neglecting Kaylee. So, absolutely. So what? Where was the? Uh... Did the cadaver dog hit on the car? Yeah, we're going to touch on that in the trial. Um, it, it, but it just indicated that there was okay. there was an odor associated with decomposition. Yes, it hit on the car. I, right. I just wonder yeah. what the timeline yeah. is, whether it would... Uh... Well, according to John's notes here, that was in, what, July 22nd? Yeah, July 22nd. Cadaver dog indicated odor of human decomposition. Yeah. So, I mean, it was fairly so close. You could, you could, could you get the, my, my, you know, it, it all depends on what senior state attorney would say about, yes, you know, house, cell phone, you know. And then every time she, they talked to her, she had a different story. You know, something, well, well, no, it, it was here, or no, it was there. I mean, it just seems like every time they talked to her, the police did. She had a different version of what the hell happened over the last month, you know. Or right, some, and since you have no basis, it's just to insane. Go anything, yeah. The only thing they, and this makes it even worse because at the trial, all this stuff that okay, you would think at least the parents were telling the truth. Okay, and they said they hadn't seen Kaylee since July or June sixteenth. Mm. Right. Okay. Well, later on in the trial, Cindy says, "Oh yeah, I did see her." So, I mean, you, you you have no basis to start from. No, you don't. Okay, but 
Um, so she, they do arrest her for child neglect, lying to investigators, and interfering with criminal investigations. They have a bond hearing. The uh, prosecutors introduced evidence of a cadaver dog indicating odor of human decomposition in the trunk of the car and at the Anthony's backyard. And Cindy stated she had seen Kaylee after June 9th. Judge, that's where it was, June 9th. He said she had seen her since June 9th. Um, but the judge still set the bond at 500000 even though the charges were relatively minor. Yeah, because so, he had that gut feeling, too, that right. something wasn't right. There, there, you know, there was freaking stinking in Denmark, man. Something's wrong here. Something's going on. She's not telling me. And all I would say is, had this been in 2022 in New York, that would have been no bond stack. That's the way it is in New York right now. I'm sorry. Meaning she would have walked right out the door. Yeah. With, yeah. Oh. Now I understand. Now, she now would not if have. that happened today in a lot of these cities, well, yeah. there would have been no bond. Well. Well. Yeah, we could. Clarify that. No bond. In, when you say no bond, oh, yeah, yes. they have no bond. By, not, yes. By, Meaning they, they can't been, bond out. They would have been released on no, a in, in the, Thank you. In the modern. Okay. Yeah, they would not have been issued a bond amount. They would have just been ROR'd or re- released on own recognizance. No matter what the damn crime is nowadays, it seems like. Right. Jesus. Um, yeah, portions of the country have gone uh, that way, but uh, not here in the South. Was this, was okay, I know you're going to talk about the bounty hunter. Was it Dog? No, no. Dog no, the bounty no, Okay, no, it wasn't no, him? No. That guy, was not involved in that guy cracks me up. I went on his hair products budget. I know, right? No shit. You know, he's ready to go when he ties those tassels. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, he's ready to go. Guns a blazing. Here we go. Uh, Yeah. So he, uh, wow. What a unique. Leonard Padilla, huh? Yep. Leonard Padilla, a California bounty hunter, posted the bond for Casey Anthony, which probably, I mean, it was a $500,000 bond, but it was probably still 10%. So he probably had to put up $50,000. Uh, but he bonded her out, and this is one of the things. Central Florida was going crazy. I mean, you couldn't. I was watching Cartoon Network, and I think they were talking about the Casey Anthony trial. Case. I mean, that's that's how you know it was everywhere. Oh yeah, everybody knew about this. I mean, it was like the OJ trial, damn near. Right. Everybody freaking knew that about was the, it. The precedent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, previous to that, it was the. Uh, the so, well, one down in Palm Beach with one of the outlying Kennedy kids in the right, well, yes. the Kennedys, and then you also had the, the Menendez brothers was another big one. Yeah, where they kill Menendez kill the was actually the first salacious televised yeah, on TV yeah. on televised yeah. or on, yeah. I think that's what made Court yeah. TV into Court TV. So anyway, um, so he bonds her out, uh, Leonard Padilla. Um, <laughs> tries to get her to talk and say whatever, you know, hey, where is Kaylee? What's going on? Um, She doesn't say a damn word. She doesn't talk to anyone. She doesn't, you can't get a straight word out of her for anything. I don't know who you're, everyone who was trying to talk to her was getting different stories, so they had no leads. Whoever's trying to get away with murder needs to talk to her because she did it perfectly. Okay, so that was August 20th. August 30th. Casey is rearrested for stealing cash and checks of her friends. Okay. Totally 
unrelated to this case. Right. And realistically, it's probably a case where it's like, you know, we got to get, we got to find a reason to put her back in jail. Hold her. You know, because Central Florida was going crazy. I mean, the whole country, I think, was going crazy. We all know that this lady, person, female, was responsible for the safety of Kaylee. Mm-hmm. And we all knew something bad happened. Well, she did. Um, well, he revoked his bond, right? He said, screw that. When she got arrested for the stealing or whatever, then he just backed out the bounty hunter guy well, then, and said, screw this shit. Well, no, but, there's another yeah. bond issue. There's another bond. Right. And then there was another group of other people who got together and... Yeah, but at some point he backed out and he said she's not talking, she's not doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, th- I think he said I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. Put so he just said out. I'm done. Texas EquiSearch, they got involved later on, didn't they? Yeah, they, they did. Yeah, yeah, with all the dogs yeah. and everything the else. Horses. Yeah, yeah, good yeah. point. Yeah, that that was trying to find yeah. Kaylee. Remember all over the news here, man. All the search teams and search. I mean, they hundreds of people out there that have been trained, you know, to search grids. And all that, and they were out in the woods, yeah. you know, within arm's length, and they're freaking going through the woods and beating the bushes and look looking for this baby. I mean, people were freaking out there looking for this little baby, and I'll give my opinion later, but you know, it, it's just it was heartbreaking. It really very, was. Very sad. Um and this is in August, bro. July, June, July, and August. Brutally hot out there. If y'all don't know anything about Florida weather, in starting in June, actually starting right now, but starting like the latter part of June through all the way through July and August, it's 98 degrees, 100 degrees, and 100% humidity. It's like freaking Africa hot here. It's just, you get, it's like being chased around with a blowtorch. It is. A wet blowtorch, if that makes sense. Um, it's yeah, unbelievable. It's, uh, oppressive. Really is. It's like being in a rainforest. So you got to stay hydrated. Yep. And these poor right people here. are out there freaking sweating their, you know, what's yeah, off. Yeah, they were. Alcohol. Because no great story ever started with someone eating a salad. So, <laughs> so she posts bond, or several several people combine their funds and posted bond for Casey on September 5th, 2008. It was released. And October 14th, she was indicted. Um, on and charged with first-degree murder, aggravated child abuse, aggravated manslaughter, four counts of false information to a leader, to a law enforcement officer. Um, hmm. On October twenty-fourth, the there was a forensic report that said that hair found in the trunk is microscopically similar to Kaylee's and showed apparent decomposition. An air sample was consistent with human decomposition. And how they knew that with the hair sample guys is, you know, obviously they didn't have a body, so they can't, you know, take well, one they off did, of the they body. With a, they went in to her bedroom or to her house or whatever, and they got hair out of Kaylee's hairbrush mm-hmm. in order to do the things. Yeah, but our, our folks don't know this, yeah. so we yeah. got to explain how they get these things. You know, actually, you know? some of the uh, our, 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 our viewing audience... Uh, because they're interested in this, they watch things on on ID and they watch. Oh, of course, CSI, Court and TV, and it's, everything. It's, it's it's interesting 
uh, how they uh, now uh, not like in CSI Miami where they have uh, Mr. Spock's tricorder that gets DNA on the side of the I'm road seeing, yeah. at four thirty in the morning does not happen. Yeah, that doesn't happen. Uh, <laughs> not even close. D- you know, they get yeah. DNA like that. Yeah. So, uh, but the uh, but the listening audience is pretty pretty sharp. Yes, uh, they are. So. But that's how they get the. Um, that's how they'll get like any kind of sample like that that they need. Mm-hmm. Is they'll get a known sample. Yes, could have been, been some other than Casey's hair. Yeah, they'll just rule that out. They'll they'll test every hair you know or whatever different type of hair strand in that brush, and if one of them matches, like what John just said, bang, but, bingo, but, you know. And, and this will come out in the in the trial part. The key, I think, one of the key things is. Forensic report says it was microscopically similar. Right. Wasn't an exact match. Right. You can't do an exact match well, without I, the I, DNA. I understand that, but that's where I think we have a, we have a lot of problems with the trial. There's a lot of weird. Yeah. Because we're talking about taking somebody's freedom right. away for the rest of their life. Yeah, and it's a gray area when you start yeah. talking about okay, well, what do you mean by microscopically, you know, similar? 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 Okay. Well, John has. Salt and pepper hair, more pepper. I have salt and pepper hair, more salt. I mean, but they're similar. It just, you know, that that's a very vague word. But yeah, I read that too, and I'm like, come on, guys, we got to be a little more freaking, you know. If you're looking to, geez. you know, charge people with crimes, you can't have right. similar evidence. And if they had the root of the hair, they can test for DNA. If the root of the well, hair is there, they can test for DNA. Problem is, you have to find a body to test for DNA to make sure it's the same body, or hopefully there's a hair like that, or fluid, or something like that in the trunk. Well, you bring that up. December 11, 2008. A bag with bones was found in the wooded area less than a half mile from the Anthony's home by utility worker Ray Crunk. Dun, 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 dun. Ray Crunk. Yeah, well, you're gonna don, 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 but you're gonna get called on the carpet for this one in a minute. Okay, Crunk contacted law enforcement more than once prior to December 11 in the summer, saying he saw this bag. Right, and law enforcement responded and did not locate it. You, as a sergeant and/or lieutenant, would you? How would you have reacted? If they didn't find it, they didn't find it. Maybe it wasn't there. Maybe the guy's full of shit. Well, and he's trying to make up a damn story to cover his ass. I, I, I get it, but you know this case is getting... I don't care. So if he... If he called, I call my two guys in, and I go, or whoever went out there, did you find a bag? Did you get out of your car? Did you go into the woods? Did you look around? Yes, 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 yes. I don't know what to tell you, dude. The bag wasn't there when they went, or they didn't find it. Um, now, I don't know what the time span is between the notifications by Mr. Crunk was. The first ones, I don't know. Okay. So, uh, I understand, as, as we do, there are uh, officers that, that will go out, will hey. break the... They'll get out of their car, and they'll kind of walk to the edge of the wood line. I don't see anything. 
Yes. And no, then, they're lazy. Of course. And well, and then there are others that are they are afraid of snakes, uh, thinking that uh, I am. Well, um, so they're they're hot. They got to go to the bathroom. You're interrupting your lunch, uh, but I would hope to think that the guy would have stayed there and and marched the officers to the spot, That's or what I proximal mean. to the spot, and said it's there. And uh, maybe they're not woodsmen or woods people, shall we say? Maybe they think that everything on the other side, as soon as the brush starts, you know, there's. 18 rattlesnakes and, you know. I would have, as a supervisor, you know, when they said that, I would have just said, call Mr. Cronk on the phone, have him be en route to the there scene. There we go. Once Mr. Cronk gets on scene, and then Mark hey, back there. tell me where you saw this. Come on, let's go. Yes. Right. Yes. And yes. that, I don't know if it was done. And he may have done it, and he didn't answer you his know, phone. I, wonder, I mean, who knows? I wonder if, uh, well, you can't, unless you're calling Okay. Um, I think we ought to look to see. Did you look in? I, I mean, you probably didn't. Look to see if thing. how many calls this guy actually made, or did he in fact actually call the Orange County Sheriff's Office and say, "Hey, I found a bag or in was here." It a crime line? Or is he just making this shit up? Or was a crime no, no, line? It or wasn't just his statement. That's it's not crime. Not crimes for dimes. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't think so. I think he actually called Sheriff's Office, from what I read, but. I don't have any way to confirm that he actually did. Yeah, I wonder if he identified himself as, was he a public works guy? Or no, he was a uh, utility worker. What, Duke? Or, or no, he did actually work for the public works. Yeah. For the okay. county. Okay. For the county. Yeah, I'm almost positive. Almost okay. positive so he did. Yeah. So and, and, and if you're working Easy to get a hold of him. Yeah. Right, there's a trail that would lead you back to him. Right. And, and I wonder... Uh, you're working from the water. I wonder. I don't think you're yeah. afraid of snakes. Yeah, I, well, uh, or, um, I wonder. Uh, Somebody shit the bed here. Somebody didn't do what they were supposed to do. Well, I don't know if it was law enforcement. I don't know if it was him. Or if, in fact, he even really called like he said he did. But somebody, if he, in fact, called, and if he, in fact, said, I found a bag back here, a, a plastic bag, and it's very suspicious. I don't know what's in it, but it stinks up to high heaven. It's terrible. Buddy, I would have had every unit that I could spare out there covering them woods, and so, I don't know what happened. So I wonder if there were any uh, wildlife around, like, you know, because if you can smell it, I mean, that's what brings the buzzards. Oh, if we can smell it, the animals smelled it so, three days earlier than that. So uh, I think we'll, we'll talk about that later with the condition of the book. But disease. if he called and said it's here... And he went and called right then. Yeah. It'll still be there. Right. You know, 30 minutes later, 20 minutes later, 15 minutes later, when yeah, the cops arrive on scene, it should indict. be there. I don't, no, want to I don't either. Because do I don't know what so happened. Now, I'm going to make reference to our first show. This is the first, first show. No, our first. Oh. <laughs> episode, our first episode. This is where body cameras would have been fantastic. The officers would have been so pissed off that they had to put them on. But as a supervisor... Oh, yeah, because they could have seen if they actually got out of the car and actually, you know... Right, 
Try to go out in the woods and accountability. Well, yeah, they, they, yeah. Bring, they bring accountability. They protect right. you, too. Absolutely. So normally, you know, because we've all worked with and without them. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, we right. I, you pull somebody over and they start following me and I go, hey, if you put them on YouTube and maybe look fat, I'm going <laughs> to make comments. So, and then you go, I'm, I'm filming you, too. So I was adamantly opposed to it, but now... Well, after I saw it save several cops from lying complainants, I was a big-time advocate of it. Um, I just think that, well, that's for a different show, but I think it's handcuffed our cops somewhat. That plus the politics plus the administration and everything that's going on in the world right now. And Right, everything that's going on in the world right right now has handcuffed our cops so freaking bad that they're afraid to do their damn job. But that wasn't the case back in 2008. No, no. There, there wasn't, wasn't the case. Yeah, there wasn't uh, body cameras at that point. Um, so the Orange County, so the remains were found. It was determined to be Kaylee's. Orange County Eddie had ruled the death a homicide by undetermined means. Where were they found at, John? Um, in the woods, approximately a half mile away from George and Cindy Anthony's home. Where Cronk said they were? Yes. Okay, gotcha. Um, that looks bad. <laughs> yeah, that close. It, well, that also looks bad for the Orange County Sheriff's Department. The fact that I mean, that's what I'm saying. We've that got a bad. wooded area half a mile well, away, and you've been searching everywhere. Well, you know, in their defense, I'm, I'm not we, 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 uh, you know, my experience, Seminole counties, uh, Seminole County would rattle around inside of Orange County, uh, quite a bit because of the size. Quite a bit. Uh, they have uh, such a bigger piece of terrain to deal with. And, and their call volume is 30 so times. So much hyper-violence down yeah. there that mm-hmm. they're uh, be able to pour every resource possible into just that one. Uh, one case. You can't do that because... Right. Because you, you can have, you know, uh, something going on at Bithlow and then have something just as bad going on in Zellwood. Right. And uh, so that's... Uh, well, you get out of the car and you look place. around a little bit, you know, and, and you, yeah. maybe five, ten minutes, and then it's, then it's you know, 1024, 1024 on the that's, other side of the county. That means you know, an officer's down. Cops getting shot or beat the hell out of or something, sure. so you jump back in your car and you race to the other side of the county, right. and unfortunately, this gets left, and that, and it sucks. That does happen, but it happens all the freaking time. And it happened to us in our little bitty town that we worked at. You know, I mean, it happens, but not making any excuses. Wasn't there. Don't know the circumstances. Don't know exactly what these guys or gals did, see, said. Who knows? It just it looks bad. But I don't know the whole situation, you know. And I would never pass judgment on a law enforcement officer not knowing exactly, verbatim, exactly what happened. I would never pass judgment on them. Never. Mm-hmm. Not ever. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. Dude, dude, talk about the duct tape. So, anyway, the uh, Emmy said it was homicide by undetermined means. Again, a very vague comment that it's hard to any evidence to. There is no evidence of trauma, but duct tape was found or 
remains of duct tape was found around the nose, mouth, and jaw area. And on April 13, 2009, prosecutors stated that they intend to seek the death penalty based on sufficient aggravating circumstances. And our next episode is going to be the trial and what happened there. So, so evidence of duct tape around nose, mouth, and jaw. There is absolutely, as a parent, any grandparent, there is absolutely no reason that I can possibly think of in this world while why a three-year-old, was she four, four or five-year-old, something like that. She was right around that age. I'm, I'm sorry, I can't remember, but would have duct tape or remnants of it around her nose, mouth, and jaw unless she was suffocated and killed. There, there's just no reason for it. There's none. Unless she was, she died. Oops, oh my God, she's dead. They threw in her bag and there was duct tape in the bag because it was an old trash bag. I guess that would be the only other reason why there would be duct tape remnants around her nose, mouth, and jaw. But other than that, I mean, I don't, I just don't know why there would be the remnants of that unless it's a homicide. Well, yeah. You know? I, I, I agree well, with you 100%. Yeah. That there's no justification or reasoning for it. No sane reasoning, no, anyway. Correct. <laughs> However, and yes, it was, all evidence leads to me that it was a homicide. Yeah. And them too, obviously. But, are you able to prove Right, and that's the big thing. the evidence? That's the big you know, deal. you can prove. Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. I think Denzel said that in training day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, along with a few other things. If the glove don't fit, you must have quit. Well, yeah, uh, (laughs) you know, uh, but you know, OJ said that in in his trial. So, did we have anything similar before, and have they had anything similar after? Who's they? The Orange County, uh, all of their law enforcement agencies, both city and obviously sheriff. You mean like this case? Yeah. Have they had any before? Like yeah, that? they just had that one where the it wasn't a little girl, but where that uh, the apartment. Yeah, the apartment lady and then and the freaking the worker that worked in the apartments the, took her, took her off and yeah. you know and, right. and killed her and all that. Yeah, yeah. She wasn't a little girl. She was a grown woman, but. All right, we got a lot to talk about on the next episode, guys. You won't want to miss that one because we're going to dive deep into the trial and our thoughts and everything else. This is just kind of a precursor here on part one of the Casey Anthony um, trial case. I guess it would be called a case. And uh, we appreciate each and every one of you very much. Thank you for watching and tuning in. Don't forget to hit that like and subscribe button. And if you hit that little bell up there in the corner, guys, that'll let you know every time we drop a new video. And we try to put one out every week. So if you like the show, comment below. Let us know. The thumbs up is great. We really appreciate it. And just remember, guys, at Surviving the Badge, we still got, we still your, got six. your six. All right.